I don't mind a white claw. I don't mind a grapefruit white claw. I I've had I haven't had any of their competitors. There's a lot of new yeah, to this like a space. true, truly, mm-hmm. yeah, truly, truly, yeah. truly. What is a it weird true? name? Well, white claw. <laughs> white claw is at least like it at least is a noun. I mean, what would you call a hard? You, an um, ad, picking an ad seltzer. Yeah, truly. I think I would call mine grow up. That's pretty good. Or, uh, I mean, it probably shouldn't be a command, but drink it. Yeah, <laughs> have one. Try it. <laughs> I really want to introduce a brand of hard beverage that's just called Half One. <laughs> hey, it's the Music Video Podcast. Hello. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. Uh, and we have a, a really fantastic guest this week. This episode, we've got uh, just one of the best brains in town, one of the funniest guys, one of the nicest people. It's Pete Byrne. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We're talking about White Claw. <laughs> we were just discussing White Claw. Um, we, I continue to have some in my fridge if you would like one. They're, all the bad flavors are left uh, because they were gifted to me. They were Someone brought some over, and then now they just yeah. have been. If you have, need me to take one, I'll certainly take one. Yeah, I, yeah. I have been offloading the black cherry ones on people. Yeah, They're basically all, all like... Popsicles. It's like, do you want a green one? Do you want a red yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We judge in color. It's like a Gatorade. So yeah, like your exactly. Favorite, yeah. Your favorite flavor is blue. Yeah, and but they're all sort of the same. But they're all just silver. I disagree yeah. with that. I think that there are some that are the same, and there are some standouts. Grapefruit is a standout. Black cherry is a stand down. Stand I feel like they what they're fighting with is they're trying to overpower the flavor of the literal can that it's in. Yeah, they're going the opposite from a LaCroix where it's yeah. just like it's a it's all a placebo effect of flavor. You think it'd be better in a glass bottle? Wow, Maybe. like a clearly Canadian. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like with, with LaCroix I think and it is White just Zima. That is classy. With you both of them that. I feel like I can taste the can. Well, I mean it's coming from a can. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. But I will I'll take a black cherry later. Okay. Or now. All right. Whatever. I don't want to. Pr- we just started. I don't want to pressure anyone to go get me a oh, white claw. Can jump up and grab you one. Said, we can grab you a, a white claw. <laughs> <laughs> you may need a drink by the end of this. Also, oh, I did. I mean, these are fueled by most lots of by cocaine, right? These, like, is, these are. This is so. This these week, are dares. These are bets. This week we are talking <laughs> yeah. about actors who tried to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about people who tried to get a side hustle going yeah. and it did not work out. And we're not talking about like your triple threats. Yes. So we're not talking about people who are singing in musicals that you think like, oh, you should put out a record. Yes. Like very, I was pretty clear with Ryan that I have no Jennifer Lopez videos on my list as I think that that's a cheat. That seems like a gimme. Yeah. Like to do Jennifer Lopez for this challenge. I watched her debut video obvious. to see if there was like a crossover moment. And if you had not. my love, <laughs> she arrived fully formed. No, if you had my love is outstanding when yeah. there, there it's all, it's all like security cam footage, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it probably since it came out. It's great. Love it. But you would never, no one would ever dispute that that's a pop star. Correct. These are people who were famous for, a profession of some kind. And I'm saying actors, but I would include your athletes, your models, your totally. uh taunts. Were famous for like having a personal brand and then tried to extend that brand into a promotional single or an album. 
I have one person on my list who I would say is very talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I had never seen the music video. Mm-hmm. And the first 30 seconds are mind-blowing. And I had to <laughs> include... You know, I wanted to have people... I, I'll say this. When I was looking for these music videos, I watched a bunch. And I was mostly just disappointed that... I, you know, I wanted to find music videos where it's like, Oh, God, this is embarrassing. A lot of them were just boring i can't yeah. believe how many of them were just songs it's not yeah. good like I, I i feel genuinely bad for you pete that we had you on this week <laughs> on a week that i thought that was going to be a blast like mm-hmm. i was expecting some like so bad it's good real treats yeah. to come through and i had some names in mind at places to go i was thinking that this was going to be big for us and then when i got there i was so bored i yeah. became so really really angry about Oh, like really? Capitalism. Mad. Just like it's so white funny. people with money to burn. Just a Kevin yes. Costner video. I mean, let's get Yes, in, I watched the Kevin Costner video. Kevin, Costner Kevin Costner's one where I couldn't believe it was just a song. It's let's shall we talk about the return of Bruno just briefly? Does is is Bruce Willis on anyone's top three? Does anyone have no. a Bruce Willis video? Okay. No, he is somebody that I am uh, I thought I was a Bruce I thought Willis that fan. I was pro Bruce Willis, and now I have no choice but to be actively against Bruce. I Willis. couldn't believe how much I hate Bruce. It Willis. was <laughs> it was so for, his, for his old videos. Yeah, just this, just the vanity and just, just like the, the hubris on this guy. Just like to, let's call to in the temptation, like They're a blue-eyed like soul, mm-hmm. yeah, singer singing under the boardwalk and singing what what all of the things that he was. I going, watched it was. The, the, There's the, a video where he's like video. in a pool hall. What That's was that respect for? yourself. Respect yourself. Yeah. Or he's like, he shoots like a trick shot and then he like steals your girl. And then he's like uh, boogieing like through and doing like weird like do, kind of dance faces. Do you it's think bad. he thinks he's being cool when he's doing I, those he things? He absolutely did at the time. He's always like biting a lip. I think that now, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think that he has approached this with like... N- being a little self-aware of it, but right. I think yeah, that some of that's performative because I think he thought that he how was many Planet be... Hollywood grand openings did he play a harmonica? At? Seriously, that's true. Like all of them, because at this point in his, in his career, he's like doing little guest bits in the Lego Movie too. right? Where yeah. he pretends he lives in the vents. So I think he's done like a really, really long version of what the guy that directed the room did. Yeah, where mm. he's just like, yeah, I meant it was a joke the whole time. I was just being silly. I didn't yeah. actually think this was cool. And he, I mean... But it took Bruce, like, 30 years. I do like Bruce Willis as an actor. Watching these, though, I think, this is pre-Die Hard. Yeah. I mean, this I think is, Bruce Willis is a smidge more self-aware than Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> he did. I hope so. <laughs> so there's, like, a weird uh, mockumentary that was on HBO called The Return of Bruno. Okay. And it was to mm-hmm. launch this album. It's where, our, where did Bruno begin? So What is the return of Bruno? Their version of it is that he's this person who showed up throughout the history of popular music. He who, helped. When you say their version of it, is this like just his, these the lore around the made album? This documentary, yes. So it's so, like a Chris Gaines situation where they're making up a persona for him to inhibit. But their version of it is that like... Uh, he helped get the Beatles together and didn't get any credit. Bruno played at Woodstock and was left out of the documentary. Things like that. No, no, no. There's, uh, it's hosted by Dick Clark. I'm going to play a clip. hosted by Dick Clark? Hosted by, like, uh, like narrated by. Hosting is weird. It's like documentary and he's like the, he presents it. He's the leader. Dick Clark into this. Uh, This is a moment from 
1971, I believe they're calling it. This comes. This came out in 86, if I'm not mistaken. And this is when Bruno met the Temptations. I'm just going to give you Dick Clark's intro into this segment. This leads us to Under the Boardwalk. Okay. Is that, sorry, or am I seeing, who am I seeing in the background here? Is that Charles Manson? Yeah. Let's just listen one more time to what Dick Clark says. Anyway, it's so <laughs> hard being so, white in Detroit. Is that what we're? Yeah, is that the tone of this? He had to move into a ghetto tenement. I'm ghetto sorry. This is tenement. like a mockumentary that they made in the '80s, with Bruce Willis being a a fake musician. Right. Right. Bruno. Hmm. Did Bruno have a last name? I, I, Did Bruno have some kind question. of? Um, I don't know how to ask this in a sensitive way. Drug problem. <laughs> Did Bruno have some kind of um, religious or ethnic identity other than that of Bruce Willis? Not as far as I know, but he has a lot of wigs in this documentary. Okay. Mm I don't feel good about it is what I'm going to say. I yeah. feel I feel when I'm seeing when I'm seeing Dick Clark in front of a picture of Charles Manson describe a fictional character as being from a ghetto tenement. I yeah, it's rough. Would I want to go away from? I want to move away from that. I want to go in the opposite direction with that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to move. Again, it's just kind of sad and disappointing that you watch these things and you're like, it's not so bad. It's good, and it's not really good. Exactly. It's just a reminder that if you have money, you can have an audience for whatever you want to create. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's what kind this of whole week was for me. None of it was fun. Yeah. No. None of it was. If it was song... things like you know, like if we went the opposite direction with musicians who became actors, if this mm -hmm. was a movies podcast, mm -hmm. and we talked about Mark Wahlberg, and we all watched Good Vibrations, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my God, look how much fun this was. This is so silly. He took it so seriously. I bet he has a good laugh about this sometimes, et cetera, et cetera. He does not. I have a lot of notes about Mark Wahlberg, but <laughs> but you uh, know what I'm saying. I do. Like to flashback from Will Smith to. DJ oh, Jazzy Jeff and absolutely. Fresh Prince, yeah. things like that. This moment of going back and watching yeah. any number of these guys, Russell Crowe. It also is <laughs> like, what have you. I will say what it has made me appreciate, though, is that like all of these people who failed so hard at this are doing this because they thought it would be easy. Yeah. And what they've proven is that it is not. <laughs> like, truly, everybody that thinks that, like, um, everybody that has some shit to say about Britney Spears for the last like yeah 10 years or so like being on like autopilot quote unquote uh put yeah. on a, put on a leotard and listen you go <laughs> like what you think yeah talk well, to, it's talk also maybe why people that have been in movie musicals don't make music careers yeah it's why there's no ewan mcgregor album nope. or why there's no renee zellweger album or whatever because that was hard yeah it's very hard yeah it's, I've said this before, there is no reason why Jennifer Lopez would continue to make music unless she really wanted to. She's making zero money from that. Yeah. She's, Jennifer Lopez started a music career because she wanted to perform on the Grammys. <laughs> she wanted to have a long enough career that someday she could do a yes. medley of hits. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's really easy to make a song. And all these people made a song. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people on Spotify that have made right. a song. 
And the only difference is they're famous. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, Kiefer Sutherland is doing Rebecca Black level work there on are his so album. Many, <laughs> there are so many men who just want. Yeah. It's especially men. Yeah. The I my list. I only or have one like, man. Get a load of this. But my yeah. The, Brace the, yourself. The Brunos, the Kiefer Sutherlands, the Jeremy Renners, the yeah. um, Terrence Howard, yeah. Steven Seagal. Steven Yo, Seagal. did you watch the Steven Seagal yeah. song? Yeah, where he's in maybe China. He's. I mean, he's, I mean, I guess he's always like he's dressed always in his. Maybe, yeah. Seagal is always maybe. He's always to get in a, to China. A yeah. gi or a kimono. Right. Or he's a, always yeah. yeah a, he's always uh, wearing something button. from like some kind of a specialty store. Yeah. But again, that one was disappointing because his voice was actually okay, and the song wasn't terrible. So it's like, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. But it's not like earth-shatteringly right. embarrassing to watch. It's like that's kind of weird, and I'll never listen to this again. Do you know who I think had the best song of the ones I watched this week? It's not in my top three, but the best song. And this that? is probably a hot take. Is Paris Hilton "Stars Are Blind"? That oh. is a hot take. <laughs> I think that's a good song. There are I think some, it's a good song, and I think that she is, she does a nice performance of it. Prior to her this, vocal performance is what that song needs. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not asking for, for more. And it doesn't. It's it's a lot of people like try and position themselves as a great singer, and she didn't. She made a she made a cute summer pop song. The video is boring, but what a surprise! Yeah, but it's I think it's a good song. So I want to tell you the like how I. I tackled these music videos yes. too yeah, because I, i'm always curious because i feel like my reference point is really low and it's going to be hard for me as a human being to compare it to other people's work it's like okay these at people, the end you do have to show your work i will uh it's <laughs> yeah, gonna be hard to follow but i'm i did write it down but these are all actors right right yes and some of them are great actors uh, robert Denny, robert Downey jr has, a, has an album i like to fancy myself an actor right i think you're a great actor too thank you very much now when I think about writing a sketch, right? You have to decide, does this belong on the stage or, or is this something that should be filmed? Is it a pre-tape? Yeah, what, right? are, what are we... What about this story ne- necessitates that it be told through a camera mm-hmm. rather than on stage? Yeah. If it's something that can just be done on stage, we don't need to film it. So it's a similar thing for these people. It's like, yeah. what story are they telling in these lyrics that... They couldn't have made a movie. They had to choose a song, and they have to do a music video. My uh, musical directors said that this is a common musical theater expression, but you sing because words fail you. Right. You have to. You have no choice but to express that emotion through song. And to approach these music videos through that lens is so dark. Well, especially the, like, Kevin Costner, Russell Crowe camp of, like, where their bands are just so unassuming. Oh, we're just like a bar cover band. Just like no big deal. Okay, All yeah, you're those, also like a yeah. sellout with 12 Oscars. Like, why aren't you making something that is a big deal? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's like Justin Thoreau opening that dive bar. Did you read about this? No. Okay, Justin Thoreau is opening a bar in New York that is a dive bar. Like, it's just it's like... Intentionally, it's intentionally yeah. like a dive oh, bar. I hate that so Which is much. so fucking stupid. Either open a Justin Thoreau bar. That that's like, or just go, or just say my favorite bar is Mickey's. That's on. crazy next level gentrification, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like it's like postmodern gentrification. <laughs> what kind of bar would I open if I was poor? If this was my livelihood? Yeah. If I was a small business owner, what would it be? Yeah, that's awesome. That's bad. 
Yeah. Which maybe then hats off to people like 30 Seconds to Mars, which is Jared Leto's band, which I hate to say hats off to Jared Leto's I band. I know, but... But that they do like a modern rock, like big costumes, big... It's like his version of The Killers. Yeah, 30 Seconds to Mars has released many albums. Yeah. I don't think that I knew that 30 Seconds to Mars was as popular as they are. And I bet there's people who don't know that's who it is. I do know that's who it is, but I that seems don't think I know, know a that. single song by them. I bet if I heard one, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know this song. Oh, that, but yeah. I think that there's more th- than I know. I think that I would, like, I think I'd be surprised. Yeah. I didn't look at any 30 Seconds Tomorrow. Did you? No, not for this, because I, I was really careful not to pull in some ringers. Right. I was really careful not to do, like, I even asked Chris before this if Jenny Lewis was too mm. professional of a singer and he said yes i i don't i think the reason why i say jenny lewis is because i don't think we know her as an actor first yeah like we know jenny lewis as jenny lewis and then it's like can you believe that jenny lewis was in true beverly hills everything i found out that she did as an actor was a surprise to me oh that was her yeah yeah so that's why that's why i feel like it's the opposite of this also her videos aren't very good sure all right <laughs> That's too bad. R.I.P. Well, she's she's alive and well, but she's not on this. She's not on this list. <laughs> well, in an ode to your musical theater professor, I think I'm just gonna say we only use the music video screen when the silver screen fails us. True. Right? Yeah, we do. And if that's true, then they were successful. Well, and also if they are going lower key than that smaller screen, with women singers, I found so many that were just like an ethereal. Just like a sheer curtain that someone, like a, by an open mm. window, just like a, a footprints on the beach, just like a sweater and a mug, just some real snoozes. I saw Tony Collette has a real airy ballad. Mini, what, Mini really? Driver has like three albums of just like the lowest key, just like put it in your, your Zune and get a massage. Put it in just your like Zune. Emily Ross. Get a massage. Has put one. it in your Zune. Yeah. Where it's just very like, uh, who's the who's uh, like Kobe Calais, like a like a real like the touch the feel of cotton. Yeah, like songs like that. That's well, the lowest key insult I've ever heard. By the way, <laughs> put it in your Zoom. Put and it get in a your Zoom. I don't put have it, time for you. Put it in your Zoom. <laughs> well, let's get into it. What what? So those are all people we didn't choose. Yeah. yeah. Who did we choose? Uh, let's start with our guest. All right, okay. Pete. What's your number three? Okay. My number three um, is the only female on my list. Okay. Um, I went with Lindsay Lohan. Uh-oh. Okay. With her song, Rumors. That's, yes, you did. That is my number one. <laughs> is it really? It is. It absolutely is. So Let's just do, put Lindsay on the table. So guys. how do we handle this situation? Then? Well, go for it. I want... I want... Okay. I... I, I, I uh, we'll just do it. We'll do it live. I have to find... I found some, some, some notes about... Um, the song that I thought were pretty interesting. This was um, a review about her. uh, Just one sentence that I thought was um, great. Let's see. Um, If listeners don't remember Ultimate, which was another one of her hits. Yeah, from Ricky Friday. Her single Rumors may ring a bell in which Lohan claimed to be tired of public attention, somewhat unbelievably, considering she rarely went a week during that era without putting herself in compromising situations, which were often photographed. That's true. That is true. And I also um, just wrote up a little summary of what happens in the music video, and I do mean little. So Um, this is, yeah, go, go for it. Interrupt me if you want to, but um, th- this is the, the, the entire plot of the music video. Mm-hmm. Lindsay walks to a club, 
Yes. She dances in the club. Yes. She is in a birdcage. Yes. She dances in the club. Yes. She dances on the roof of a building. Yes. A helicopter. Oh, sorry. A helicopter flies her away. Yes. So, Pete, uh, let me ask real fast. Sure. Do you think the birdcage is a metaphor? Um, <laughs> you know? Do you? I don't know if you got that or In not. this case, I don't think so. She felt like a caged bird. She was on display. Yeah, I, I mean, I do. I think she was attempting a, a metaphor here. Uh, I think that's the one part of the video where I felt like, oh, okay, we're in a music video. We're not just, you know. Right. Yeah. So watching the, her dance. Did you, I don't know if you watched this. If you watch it on the one that's on YouTube that looks like it's filmed in an iPhone 3GS. Yeah. It, it's like terrible quality. I couldn't find a good quality version. So there are no version. like HD versions of this mm-hmm. on YouTube. There are, you have to like Google them elsewhere. Yeah. One thing I did not realize. So I watched this and then I also watched the making the video. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, hand rumors. Uh, the beginning of this is there's a decoy happening. So there's like a decoy Lindsay is trying to trick the paparazzi and then real Lindsay is in a car that gets away from her. And this is a are they both actually they're both No. One is like a girl dressed like her. When like does that the, happen? It's the first shot in the video. <laughs> Wait, so she like should the, have played them both. She's known for her dual roles. I know. She loves playing twins. The first like 30 seconds of the video, we're just in like an office in, where there's an elevator and I'm not really we're sure. In a, we're in a parking garage. Okay. Yeah. So you're in a parking garage. There's a there's a car here and there's a car here. And then mm-hmm. a girl gets in this car that looks like Lindsay and paparazzi follow that car. And then oh. real Lindsay goes that way. Yeah, really, really did not catch that. Again, did not realize it until I watched them making the video that that's what I had watched. I, <laughs> I also sent, there was another Lindsay Lohan video called Over that I sent to Ryan to figure out what it was about. And don't know. Um, because it's about uh, Lindsay Lohan. This isn't in my top three, but it's uh, Lindsay Lohan is in love with the boy next door mm-hmm. who is like being abused by his dad. But when it is, <laughs> the way that it is shot makes it looks as though, it, it looks as though he is uh, romantic partners with mm-hmm. his father because you can't see the intricacies of like facial expressions. You just right. see them appear to be delighted like to see each other curtains. and embrace well, while closing curtains. I mean, uh, uh, abuse is complicated. That's true. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, that's very true. We don't know how that gentleman thought about those interactions later in life. That's true. We don't. So is this an oversight or is this like really, really deep? It's like looking of, for an, another reading, yeah. Uh, I will say this about the the rumors video, though. It's shocking to me that there was anything in that video that I could have missed. It seems like that there was nothing happening other than walking and dancing and drinking. What I don't understand is that Lindsay Lohan is on the roof. She gets Mm -hmm. in. She does some very hard choreography. Is that her, though? She fights her way through that. Well, some of it is her. I don't know how much all of it is, uh-huh. but she fights her way through some tough choreo. She gets in a helicopter and then she has throughout the video, she has a, a digital camera that she's taking pictures yeah. with. And then she throws the camera out of the helicopter mm-hmm. as if to say like, no one will get these, but somebody's yeah. getting those. Somebody's if that, that digital camera is going to hit somebody on the head. She's going to bop somebody on the face. Also, that's not how you get rid of photos. Yeah. The, Lindsay Lohan is still today objectively a young person. She's 33. Objectively. And 
watching, I watched both of these videos and a thing that has not occurred to me in a long time about Lindsay Lohan is she looked so young. She yeah, looked like so a kid. Just in the, yeah. And I was the, like, oh, that window of time where Lindsay Lohan was a kid was th- that year. It is literally this video. Cause this is, so this is, this is from October, 2014. This is post Mean Girls. Mean Girls was the spring. Or, 2014. Or tw- 20, 2004, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2014 was Lindsay, the docu-series on OWN. Yeah, that's different. Uh, so this was October 2004. April of 2004 was Mean Girls. So this was like hot on the heels of that. And then 2005 was Herbie Fully Loaded. And that's, and when, that's, that's when, when the rumors were really... Yeah, yeah. that's when yeah. we were in in out of... In a hoodie. Yeah, we were riding in, shotgun. Yeah. Um, this is... She was. She made this while she was still dating Wilmer Valderrama. So she was. She had like just turned eighteen when she did this. A lot of people on this list <laughs> dated Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah, and he was. I don't know who he's been good for. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. A question for the table. Yeah, since you both picked this one, mm-hmm. we'll start with Pete. Watching this with as fresh of eyes as possible. Yeah. Do you see this as someone whose first job is singing? No. A hundred percent not. Okay. It, it talking about her career when I started watching it, this is a, a weird thing for me, but I was like, Oh, she sounds like her from parent trap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why that thought crossed my mind. I guess just cause she was young in the video, but I was like, you don't sound like a, a, a pop star or a singer. You just right. sound like that the twins from Parent Trap are attempting to sing a song. It's rare that somebody's speaking voice and singing voice are that close. They're really similar. Yeah. 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 It sounds like her just like auto-tuned talking. Which yeah. it probably is. Maybe it is. But she's, uh, I, the reason that I put this as my number one is because I think that just like, to go back to the timeline of this, like this is right before Herbie Fully Loaded and Georgia Rule and Just My Luck. And like all of those things that had numerous production delays yeah. to accomplish. Well, and the music was definitely a pivot. It's a transition from acting to singing. And I think that this is the last time that we saw Lindsay Lohan trying her best. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's never documented for me publicly. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's that's this is the one where he gave fifty percent. Yeah, this is every, what you meant by because it was her everything point, after right? that was just she was like. I'm going to be every every day. I'm not on a film set. I'm wasting my talent. Do you and have her just like, filmography up right now? Uh, I do not, but I can get it up. Like after Herbie fully loaded, what are the credits? Is there anything not that well? She's we in, like when is Prairie Home Companion? Because that's, Home, that's so there's her Bobby, with, there's Prairie Home Companion. Those are pretty. Those are her surrounded that. by an ensemble of mm-hmm. like adult good actors. She did those. That was a great choice for her at the time. Was to get herself in an ensemble. Yeah, there's less less time needed on set, and right. then you look good by extension. Yeah, is... but but then she didn't go anywhere from that. She went on to do I Know Who Killed Me, which I will say, as someone who has two copies of that on DVD, I love it. It is very bad, but it's but yeah. it but it is Worth what I was hoping this week would be, which is it's it's so much fun to watch. Hold on, I'm gonna burn up. Just see what the most recent legitimate thing is. Start present day and work your way back. The most recent legitimate thing from Lindsay Lohan yeah. would be Speed the Plow. I mean, that would be her on Broadway. Yeah. Or Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club on MTV. Yeah. I'm just here to dance. All I'm drinking is Red Bull. So so on that note, uh, here's a clip I, I pulled from the, the making the video. 
uh, where Lindsay is talking about the song Rumors and its Origins. She's a child, man. She I knows all the guilty. paparazzi. They're all her friends. So yeah, she just referenced having a Red Bull in her hand. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that, but I don't think a, being a normal kid, being a normal girl, is not a teenager at like a nightclub in L.A. Right. Right. Not going out to the do. This is a thing you can do. You can have butter. Just you have can, a party at home. Yeah, go watch a movie. <laughs> I mean, she's a teenager, right? Yeah. She's 18 years old. Her whole song is just like, oh, leave me alone. Like, every, th- no matter what you're doing, every teenager feels that way. So, in a way, this is a teenager anthem. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, where do rumors start? High school. Where do where are they mm-hmm. where are rumors more most dangerous? In the hallways. We're all tired of rumors starting. Yeah. Let me look at these lyrics again and, and she's and sick of being through followed. the lens of being an eighteen year old mm-hmm. high school student. Let's see. Um I gotta say respectfully, I would like it if you take the cameras off of me. Cause I just want a little room to breathe. Can you please respect my privacy? Same. I agree. I mean that's yeah. that's Completely the mindset agree. I was in. Yeah, I think okay, so my question is, does the video yeah. do a good job of illustrating and telling the story that she's trying to tell? Um, I would say no, but mostly because I couldn't see the video. Mm-hmm. I had technical limitations that prevented me from right. seeing it fully. Right. I mean, your take on it really sounds like she's playing herself. Like she's giving us a replay. She is of playing herself. Lindsay Lohan that, at a club. And if I were to find that clip, not to, I couldn't. I'm not going to bring it up. But elsewhere in the making the video, she talks about how this is, and this is true, uh, the first time that she has played herself in a thing. Like, she's attached her name as her doing a a thing and not, like, her name as a character playing a thing. Right. Um, And so she wanted to tell a story about herself. All right. Which, all right. I like it. Hats off. On that note, yeah. Ryan, what's your number two? My number three. Three. We've only uh, done one video. We've only done one. Uh, my number three is is by another uh, person that we were introduced to as a child actor, mm-hmm. uh, who is who has not deviated from a career, who has like a, a big thriving movie career to this day, and it will probably release another album that no one knows about. Uh, her name is Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is from two thousand eight. Problematic fave. Well, we're gonna get to a little bit of that. Um, in yeah, what if this? What ethnicity does she play in this music video? Uh, she plays hers, but she <laughs> um, it's uh, she visits Japan in this. You know, Scarlett Johansson likes everything to be kind of Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this song is called "Falling Down." It's a Tom Waits cover. Okay, this album was all Tom Waits covers or songs that were written by Tom Waits or his wife. Uh-huh. Um, and it's sort of like her, it was directed by Bennett Miller, who is our most unsung like auteur filmmaker. I didn't know who he was, and I looked him up, and he directed uh, Capote, Foxcatcher, and Moneyball. Okay, it's like oh, he's like Mr. Oscars, and I have dismissed him, and I apologize. Um, but it's basically like if she were the the lead, if she was the Bill Murray part in Lost in Translation, she's playing like a a young lonely actor who's on tour in Japan and. Being like made up for photo shoots and getting gifts from 
Japanese journalists and things like that. And then in her downtime, she's like sad and a limo and, and being a kid again. Um, this was also much like Lindsay Lohan. It surprised me how much, how young she looked in the sort of downtime footage. Um, but 10 years ago, Scarlett Johansson was very young. So how, how old is she? She's probably like 22 in this or so. Oh, okay. She's oh. basically the same age as Lindsay Lohan. Wow. Yeah. Um, cause she was a real teenager in ghost world. Um, but I like it because it's like, uh, and she's also not bad. I will say that she's not bad. There's a lot of weird, like burying her voice in the mix, which we hear a lot on these. Um, she did an album with Pete Yorn a couple years later. And that is another like sort of good, like it's not embarrassing that she's singing. It's not memorable. Yeah. I remember, but I, do I think remember her that Pete voice is good. That was not bad. I think a thing that helps is that her transition from child actor to being an adult who acts is a similar thing where it's just sort of like subtle. I think also that she has such a husky voice makes her kind of unique as a singer. Well, Made yeah. her unique as a child actor too. Very also, like, you know, hey, hey Bob Redford. Like, <laughs> very, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like she was, <laughs> um, but I like that it's, you know, it's probably sounds very pretentious and very presumptuous that Scarlett Johansson did a Tom Waits cover album and it does. sure does. Made, yeah. made it definitely really does. I'm not here for small swings. I'm here for like. Do they I, have a relationship of any kind? Like, are she friends with Tom Waits? Yeah, why? What, well, the, what is the. So, why? as a like an actor, she appeared in a Bob Dylan video a couple years before this. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there's like a weird, like, gravelly uh, singer songwriter vibe that she's <laughs> she gives off that vibe to them and i don't know i have no idea okay um i did not watch this because i'm uninterested in yeah her Pete York video subjecting myself to it so i appreciate that you did yeah uh it isn't one of those that's I so bad it's good either. i think it's like a uh, a novelty it's like a trivia it's like a footnote kind of um but it was pretty and the song wasn't bad and i was so relieved that's true by those it's things hard to find a song that's not bad I watched a video by Leighton Meester this week, which is a Leighton name that Meester. even as I say it is so, it sounds so much like a thing that like Listen, Igor would say. I'm not here to shame Mr. Burns for, for having their names. I think that like we should, that the, the Hollywood practice of assigning starlets a new name is rooted in a lot of like very problematic behaviors yeah. around uh, multicultural identity <laughs> erasure and things like that. That you would give Leighton Meester, right? but could, <laughs> but if we're already there, like if we're already doing that, if Emma Stone's real name is Emily, like right. why can't we have Leighton Meester maybe go by like Leighton Meyer, right. Leighton Michaels, or like Leighton, Larry? Yeah, I mean, just something that is. Um, but yeah, Leighton Meester had a video where she was trying so hard to be like a, a hot pop star, and it was so distracting that somebody was like putting on that mask. Yeah, yeah, I hated it. Yeah, and so this has at least like a little under the radar. Like, what if I released an album and it was okay and no one made fun of me? What would that be like? And it's sort of this Scarlett Johansson album. You ever seen the Scarlett Johansson movie where, um, I guess, spoiler alert, she's an alien from another planet and she yes. just kidnaps people? Yes. And it's actually real It's people. Terrifying. They're not actors. Yeah. She just picks up people. She drives around a van and picks up people and just has bizarre interactions with them. Yeah. And then they, like, she drags them what into... What is this movie? Uh, what's that movie it's called? It's called Under the Skin. I don't yeah. want to see that. Uh, I guess my question is uh, the way that Under the Skin makes you feel that movie. Is that how you feel after watching this music video? I think Under the Skin is a better movie than this is a video. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> it would, it would have from to your be, right? description, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, this is mainly just her riding in cars and like getting makeup put on. It's basically like a day in the life of any actor. Yeah, Chris, what is your number three? Well, similar to a Leighton Meester, my number three is an unnecessary act of <laughs> pop music. Mm-hmm. As they all are. And this is um, by a young woman named Jamie Lynn Siegler, uh, played Meadow Soprano on okay. the television program The Sopranos. The Soprano. Okay. She has a single called Cry Baby. Uh, this is one that I've never seen. Okay. I'm going to hold hold on one second. This is also a person I have fully forgotten about. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Jamie Lynn Spears. Like, I think she's a musician. Yeah, she is a singer. Yeah, I hope Maddie Spears is doing okay. (laughs) Yeah. Our best to Jamie Lynn Spears and her family. So this is a little bit of Cry Baby by Jamie Lynn Seagull. Just to get you. Sounds good so far. It sounds like Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it sounds like Evanescence. (laughs) Yeah. Everything does kind of, like in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it's Sonic. I think I've heard this song. Well, you probably think that because it sounds like every song. Yeah. Like it's it's from the same factory that brought us uh, like Jessica Simpson, right. Circa that time, uh, any of your like your lesser grade pop stars. Uh, it came out of the same like uh, hits bucket. So in this video, here's what's happening: Jamie Lynn Ziegler is on a, is coming home from a date with someone who is comically disgusting. Like just like fully, fully gross. And she gives him a good night peck on the lips. And he uh like tries to grope her. She pushes him away, then turns the sprinklers on him, and he like continues to try and like come to her the, home. Like yard sprinklers or yes, fire alarms? Her home, I'm so sorry. Her home is a sorority house. Okay. She lives with multiple sorority sisters who are doing intense choreography while eating ice cream. So all of them have like an ice cream bucket and then a, a spoon and then they do like a scoop and a lick and a pass and a pick. And That's a pretty fun. And a lick. It's very fun. It's and very... they're all eating just like mashed potatoes. Just like stage foam. Yeah, they're all eating just styrofoam. Just props. All day yeah. long. Um, she. So they are all like trying to get the gross man away. Uh, this, uh, they're trying to all escape a predator, essentially, is about dancing away yeah. from a predator uh-huh. who they turn the sprinklers on and he continues to like bang on their house while looking deranged. This man yeah. looks Call the police. unwell. They need to get, uh, yeah, they need to get some backup here. This isn't like fun. Uh, he then. Jamie Lynn takes the opportunity to change into an American flag top and like a leather pant. Is this, was Soprano still on TV? I believe that it was like in its final season. Okay. Um, the, the man gets a ladder and tries to climb in through the roof like he's Dawson Leary himself. And she then releases dogs on him, like attack dogs. Sorority house dogs. Just sorority house attack dogs, yeah. And he is continuing to try and, like, be, he still has never left the lawn. Like, he still is just, like, on the front lawn of the sorority house. Uh, and then she's on the phone with someone, and it ends. I had to pull her up. I apologize. I could not see Jamie Lynn Sigler in my head. 
Uh, she looks like she has a very forgettable appearance to her. She's got a very like entertainment uh, news personality. Like she's, she would host a red carpet. Yeah, she looks very pleasant. Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> that's that's all that happens. They they get on the phone with someone, presumably law enforcement, hopefully law enforcement. No one arrives. Nobody answers the call. After she's changed and they've all enjoyed an ice cream. Yes. After she's changed and they've all enjoyed an ice cream, she changes into something. I don't know if we're led to believe that she's changing because she's home from the date Mm -hmm. or if she. Are they aware that he's still trying to get in? Yes. They're all watching and laughing at him. Okay. What's the visual style of this? It's very comic. It's shot like it's directed by Nigel Dick. And it's very like um, uh, it's it's all very like cartoonish. So like we're all in this like here. So here we've got this Rory sisters doing crybaby moves. Who's yeah, the crybaby? Like, bye, bye, bye bye birdie. Well, I think it's like you're gonna have to cry, baby. Because got it. You'll got it. Be, it's cry, comma, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's doing a lot of where she's surrounded by dancers yeah, she's, and not, she's not a dancer. doing heavy lifting. Yeah, and so she's she's back at home she feeling looks good. Like Marissa this guy Tomei. is still. She looks a yeah. lot like Marissa Tomei. Sure that is the greatest compliment a woman can be given in the presence <laughs> of Ryan Burkett. So here's this man who is trying to like fully break in. Oh, here's ice cream choreo. This is good stuff. Okay. Yeah. You know, this is like when you were describing this, I was pictured really. Picturing really vibrant, goofy colors, mm-hmm. and that's, that's this what is, we got. This looks much older than it is. This looks like it's from 1995. Oh, yeah. This is in, like, late 2000s? I think this is, like, mid-2000s. This is probably, uh, like, okay. this is probably also circa 2004. But, yeah, she's definitely not, um, like, a little kid in this. No. She's all grown up. Yeah. it's Yeah, so it's late late period Sopranos if it was still on. Boy, <laughs> do we, do we sexual think... predators are hilarious. <laughs> That's so wacky. What a what a premise. Can you imagine? See, here he is coming. Here he is coming up to the window with flowers. Like, how's that gonna go over? Uh, get out of here, you nasty little pervert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not even supposed to be on campus. Yeah, you're not allowed within a 25 foot radius of this house. So, do you think that she's someone who had aspirations for the pop world, or do you think, think somebody approached her? I think her? that she has spoken on the record about not wanting to do this and being embarrassed by it. So, I'm going to say no, not because I think Lin- Lindsay Lohan definitely she's in on it. She oh yeah, Lindsay wanted. To. Oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson obviously picked her like indie label Tom Waits nonsense. That's but I feel like Jamie Jamie Lynn Sigler. Had this, a little bit had like this approach. An her, opportunist yeah. saw yeah. a pretty girl on TV. Agreed. And this song is a metaphor for it yeah. going down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number three. Jamie Lynn Siegler, Cry Baby. Every time I say that, I want to say Jamie Lynn Spears. Sorry. Yeah. That's all right. It's gross. That video <laughs> is gross. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's, it is gross. That, that video is bad for her. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's it's uh, the the one I'm watching on YouTube says "Crybaby" parentheses finally again on the YouTube. Oh God, fine. How many people are clicking the thumbs up on that one? Yeah, Pete. Yeah. What is your number two? Well, funny you should ask. So, like I said at the top of the episode, I have one person on my list who is objectively very talented. Okay. And um, I don't I don't think this video is embarrassing for his career. I think. It's a great song. It's a great pop song. Uh, it, it, it is um, 
a man who has portrayed other musicians in his his film career. Oh, I think I might. I think I might know what this is because it might also be my. <laughs> Do you have a guess? No, I will continue. I'm I sorry. Keep going. <laughs> it is "Blame It" yeah. by Jamie Foxx. Yes, it sure is. <laughs> yeah. This is my number two as well. <laughs> okay, good. Well, we're, we're on the same page here. We are here. on the same page here. It's now, not mine, but I watched title, some Jamie Foxx. The Fox. opening credits for oh this video. Oh my God, this is why I picked this blew song. Blew my fucking did you know, mind. Did you know New that that idea. happened? No, I didn't either. No idea. So, I, I thought like, I was a genius for remembering this song. Oh my God. And then I was like, yeah. And then when that's when I saw the title sequence and okay, everybody so exiting that car. We're going to have to show it to the table. Is but, this the oh, one with yeah. the 30 seconds that... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I was on the search when you guys gave me this mission. I was like, okay, I want to find some music videos of musicians where it's laughably bad and right. embarrassing, and most of it was just disappointing and boring, yeah. as we've discussed. But I, I, when I looked up like actors who have have done songs or, or music videos, and I saw this song, I was like, oh, I I like that song. That's a fun song. It's yeah. a good song. And then as we're saying, the opening thirty seconds were. So while this plays, Fantastic. Pete, if you could just narrate this for us, just let oh, us yeah. know. Actually, I think I have a, a little clip that mentions what what you need to what we're seeing for the for the listeners at home. Yeah. So this is a directed by Hype Williams, okay. uh, which and, is a get already. I mean, Jamie Foxx is a big star, but this is scored. By the way, the beginning of this isn't the song. It is like dramatic yeah. movie scores. So he's arriving in a car. Uh, Jamie Foxx is with Forrest Whitaker, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Ron Howard. Ron Why Howard. is Ron Howard When I tell you this. that when I saw Ron Howard show up on this screen acting sincere, like this is a sincere turn from Ron Howard yeah. being like a cool guy in a club. Well, in a video, I get Jake as being like, we're going to get you some cool friends. Sure. Forrest Whitaker in the world of music is not a commodity. Doesn't make any sense. I think he's cool. He's yeah. also an Oscar winner. But, but all, all there's more people in this, and I would say none are. of them are music people. Right. I'm One sorry, of them continue. is, and it will shock you. Um, so then we get into the club and see Samuel Jackson smoking a joint mm-hmm. the whole time. Okay. Yep. And the. The rest of the video just takes place in this club, and that's that's all that really yeah. happens. It's just a lot of drinking and grinding and dancing in the club, but we are treated throughout the video to additional A-list members of the um, club. And some C-list. So <laughs> we've I, I've already mentioned... Hold on, let me find where this is. Okay, I've already mentioned some of the the headliners in this. So we see Ron Howard, we have Forrest Whitaker, we've got Jake Gyllenhaal, we have Samuel L. Jackson. We also see Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. We see Cedric the Entertainer. We see a bunch of people who I don't really know by sight. There's allegedly people they, named Clarence Avant, Morris Chestnut, and Tatiana Ali. Uh huh. Well, Tatiana Ali was on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes, Tatiana oh, Ali. Yes, yeah. Tatiana Ali, most of. Um, Joe from Mariah Carey featuring 98 Degrees and Joe. Oh, the singer Joe. The singer Joe. Bill Bellamy. That's crazy that you can just be Joe. And listed last on the the um listed last on the cameos on Wikipedia is Latoya fucking Luckett. 
<laughs> Latoya Luckett is in this video. Latoya Luckett, who some people would predict has would never appear on this podcast, and now has been on here twice. Now has been on here two times in enormous roles. Yeah, I did not find Latoya Luckett in this video. I just saw that she was in it, and then I went a search in for the, the for problem, the lay person. Who is Latoya Luckett? Latoya Luckett is an original member of Destiny's Child that was kicked out of Destiny's Child when they switched management from Matthew Knowles. Uh, she has since gone on to have something of a solo career. Uh, she famously was on our Go and Solo episode with a three-parter, a three-hander, <laughs> uh, which are some of the best videos I've seen this year. She is... I mean, she's a North Star to me. Like, she's like, she's what <laughs> she's I'm looking here for when you need her, yeah. The problem for me in terms of finding her in this video is I know what Latoya Luckett looks like now. Yeah. And it's great. Like, where she is now is really nice. And I know what Latoya Luckett looks like. Did she date Jamie Foxx, maybe? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, I know what she looks like now, and I know what she looked like in Destiny's Child, but what she was doing at the time of Blame It, which I think was like 2008, I have no idea. Her hair could have been doing anything. Yeah. So I didn't know what to look for, and everything in this video is real quick cuts. Like, mm -hmm. like, 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 it's all like strobe light effects of like cuts of things. So I didn't know where to find her, and I was frantically trying to Google, is there some kind of a Latoya Luckett spotting guide? Like, is there right. a Where's Waldo helper text for this. I did not find such a resource. But if someone if someone from Latoya Luckett's team or fan base would like to help me find Latoya Luckett in this video, I would love to I'd love to know. I'd like to get a framed a, a framed still. Yeah. Now, there's actually one more celebrity. Okay. In this video, and this is something that my fiance Renee told me. She just knew this off yeah. off the top of her head. But um, her name is Deandra Dixon, which you may yeah. not be familiar I'm not, with her name. I am not familiar with Deandra Dixon. But Tell me more. Jamie Foxx himself has said that this is the, the biggest celebrity. And, and this makes me so happy. <laughs> this is... Oh, uh, he, I can see this. Yes. I did uh, not know his name. Jamie Foxx has a, a younger sister who lives with Down syndrome. Okay. And she said that you cannot make this video without letting me dance That's in your so video. Sweet. So there, there's one or two clips where she is dancing so hard and so aggressively <laughs> on Jamie Foxx. And she, it's like, like you said. Jamie Foxx's sister? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has like the longest clips in the whole music video. Because it's just that. kind of like blips back and forth between random things. And then she gets like a big solid chunk of time to be front and center. That's perfect. And, and I love that's it. amazing. Yeah. I will say that I did like this. This video was fun because everyone's having fun with the notable oh, yeah. exception of the original four that are like stone faced this whole time. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, they're the VIPs. Front, yeah. But they're just sitting in VIP looking like just observing and looking. Well, like I mean, I don't really expect Ron Howard to be. I don't know how there. fun is he at a club. Right. Right. But it's, but everybody else seems to be having a blast. Like yeah. an absolute blast of a time. I want to be at that party. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to pose this question again. You watch the video with Jamie Foxx with just like a clear mind. We've never heard of him. Do you see a singer? There's not really much singing in the video. T-Pain is in it. Right. <laughs> but did you feel like he was out of place? No. No, I no, thought, no. I thought he did a serviceable job and Jamie Foxx clearly did 
want to do this. Like yeah. he was yeah. the person who wanted. It's to do interesting this. that it's, his fake friends in the video are from are the they acting all from world, Ray? and that they're not all singers. Yeah, that's another yeah. reason. None of them are from like... Ray. <laughs> well, like, I, are they affiliated? Like, is Ron Howard affiliated with production of Ray at all? Because like this was so this was like to piggyback off of Jamie Foxx, much like Jennifer Lopez being in Selena and then releasing J Lo, and or releasing her album, becoming J Lo, I guess, Um, or Lindsay Lohan being in uh, Freaky Friday, where she was the leader of a band and then releasing an album. This was like spurred by Jamie Foxx playing Ray Charles, and then now he is singing. Uh, But I, it seems odd that there wasn't more of a connection that he wasn't right. doing more that he was just doing like r&b music I th- yeah and i think he made pretty high quality music and he did it for a while it was a while before he oh, came yeah. back to movies oh yeah he could have kept doing it i remember this song being all over the radio yeah and 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 uh, i don't know what year it came out but like it took me a really long time to like put the pieces together that actors or people and, and you can like seek right. out specific actors to, to like place that <laughs> I was a dumb kid <laughs> <laughs> knowing that like uh, Jamie Foxx is a person that I've seen in right. film and he's also this person that they're not two different people which I guess is means he was effective yeah if I was like yeah it's, that's the guy that sings that song that's just who he is yeah huh yeah Jamie Foxx blame it yeah Both I think it's great I didn't. I wasn't gonna put it in because it's a good song, but that that car with a random assortment of people. The, the credit that sequence is of this. fully random. Also, yeah. the just credit like, sequence of this actually reminds the the joy that I felt watching this credit sequence is only rivaled by when that second Latoya Luckett video came on <laughs> yeah. and we saw the credit a, a previously on. Well, the <laughs> credits when you're saying credit sequence. People listening to this should know that there are names on a screen like a movie. Yeah, Samuel Jackson yeah. has an and credit. Who has he top has billing? Like Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx doesn't have top billing. Jamie Foxx's no. name isn't in the credits. Yeah. Interesting. So it he's says, just like the well, soundtrack song to this short. I guess Hype Williams, Hype Williams has right. top billing because it says a Hype Williams. I right. don't know what it says, but it's like, yeah. I mean, his name is essentially the the name of the movie. In this exactly, scenario. yeah. But yeah, it's... Uh, it is Jake Gyllenhaal, Forrest Whitaker, Ron Howard, and Samuel L. Jackson in Blame It. Yeah. And introducing Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Ryan. Yes. What's your number two? Uh, I just realized in uh, this conversation that my top three are all by women. Um, my number two is one of our classic one-hit wonders. This is somebody who had success and then just had a song and stopped. Uh, this is by... Uh, Comedian Tracy Ullman. It's called They Don't Know. Uh, what is, will you play me a little bit of the song? I've never heard it. It's what, fantastic. What kind of a genre are we at? It is very much like a 60s pop. It's from 1983. That's the middle of it. I don't know why it was pulled up there. Can you find something that sounds better? It's this song. It's in a lot of movies. It was probably used in, it's been covered a million times. Well, that's fun. It's very like Groger, but you know this part. This is the chorus. You've heard this. I don't, I haven't, but wow. I appreciate your insistence that I have. Yeah. They, I guess I didn't know that Tracy Ullman had, had taken this on. Yeah. I didn't know this is one of the things that she's taken on. Tracy takes on, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a hit. It was a number two song. It was kept out of number one. I read by Karma Chameleon by Culture uh, Club. Wow. Well, God, who has yeah. had that happen? To I mean, them? yeah. I think it's the. Wow, it's, this is that old. Yeah. Um, in the video, she plays a girl group singer, and then she also plays a sad housewife who listens to this song and like has to grocery shop. And um, at the end, she meets Paul McCartney, which I read is because she was in his movie "Give My Regards to Give My Regards to Broad Street." Um, and of that, I will say, I would rather Tracy Ullman make a song than Paul McCartney make a movie. Mm. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well. A thing that is a little bit like keeping it out of my number one is she's a little bit afraid of being taken seriously. Like she doesn't want anybody to think that she doesn't get that it's dumb for a comedian mm. to make a song. And so it's a little bit jokey and a little, she's a little hammy in the video. If you can picture like if Amy Sedaris had a pop song, yeah. what the video right. might be like. There's a lot of, of that kind of thing. I bet that, that would be great. Um, but she's a genuinely good pop singer, and it's a great song. If you, if I'm assuming everybody knows it and I'm wrong, everybody should go listen to it. It's called They Don't Know by Tracy Ullman. Well, before we get into number ones, uh, I already did my number yeah, two, you guys and did. I also already did my number one, so I'm out of things to talk about. <laughs> but I will insist on taking up a little bit more space just because I wanted to give an honorable mention uh, to a couple artists and videos we haven't discussed yet. Number one. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt sure um, had a very meddling music career with an album and a, a single called Bare Naked mm. which is fine <laughs> um, it's the, not out of place from that era like she's no. not bad the she's video, a little too like earnest I could not figure out for Bare Naked it's there's not enough nudity in it yeah, the nudity is weirdly placed because it's like. But there people, is nudity. There's like shirt, like there's male shirtlessness occasionally, mm-hmm. where if somebody, I think the the idea is like, someone feels naked if they've embarrassed themselves. So like somebody like trips on the sidewalk and then like there's a shot of him like shirtless and then like you don't see it anymore. Like someone a dream. Gets, somebody gets like broken up with, and then they felt I don't know, I don't know. It's not in my top three for a reason. Uh, but I, what I did want to highlight is that Jennifer Love Hewitt recently posted on her own YouTube channel a cover of Shallow by Lady Gaga. Oh. Who, who hasn't? And just to save you guys the time, she does not do the full moment, and she stops before she gets to the huhs. Yeah. So, I mean, if, you so can't, if you're not 100% confident that you can do that, that's yeah. why even, even uh, Allie from A Star is Born didn't want to go on stage and sing that. She wasn't sure. That's yeah. true. That's a good yeah. point. Um, the other one I wanted to talk about that Ryan has brought up to me a few times within the recording of this, and the video has nothing in it, but it is wild that it exists, is uh, from a Welsh artist named Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> wow, yes. Who has a early 90s single called Arms of Love. Yeah. It's a it song sounds, about It's a song about hugging. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds very much like Amy Grant. Sounds nice. Sure, yeah. I have a couple honorable mentions. Whose mouth is this? Uh, this is a band called King's Foil. Their drummer is Frankie Muniz. From pass, pass. Malcolm in the Middle. Pass. Okay. Pass. And I'm going gonna, gonna to play it on mute. Pass. I'm not going to skip pass. it. I'm going to watch it. And a thing that I, uh, pass. I found <laughs> interesting about it <laughs> is that they really delay showing Frankie Muniz for a long time it, to, a, to the point that Great. it's crazy. I would like to delay showing Frankie Muniz. No, I'm going to make you look at so I'm gonna see here. What are we like? Wow, pretty. What kind pretty of a song trendy. is this? Will you oh, unmute it for a second? Playing. What what kind of a sound am I oh, hearing? Oh, it does not matter. Frankie Muniz. Okay, it so matters here to me. It, it matters a little bit. Yeah. Just a little. Give me a little. 
Maybe you went, give me a little, give me a little squirt. It's like this. Eh, it's fine. I'd listen to it. Okay. But Who anyway, we this? we see the drummer from behind a lot. We see him blurry a lot. Another uh, honorable mention, a clip I brought is uh, Alyssa Milano. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV's Alyssa Milano had a dance pop career only in Japan. Her music was only released in Japan. Okay. Um, and this One is just a, a clip of her in the video. They have her on a conveyor belt so that she can be moving while her dancers are dancing without her having to dance. And it looked a little bit like this. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So you don't ever have to dance if you're just always on like an airport sidewalk. Here's what I'll say about Alyssa Milano in this video and in our world today is that I think her heart is in the right place, but her execution is off. Sure. Yeah, her whole career has been on a moving sidewalk, I'd say. Yeah. Wow. Just to Deep. keep up. Deep. Yeah. Like in Candle in the Wind. You're expected to walk on that. Yeah. Well, Pete, the time's come. Okay. What is your number one? Well, I um, am qualifying this person as an actor for one particular film that he was a part of that... A lot of people actually mistake this movie for another movie that didn't exist. I yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. So some people think that they've seen a movie called Shazam. Right. And they haven't. They've seen Kazam with right. Shaquille O'Neal. That's correct. Yep. And Shaq has actually a pretty good and successful rap career. He has a great hits album. A deep yeah. rap career. Yeah. We looked up some videos just immediately before this. Let's see. It says uh, that his... First album, Shaq Diesel, went platinum. Well, he's got a platinum what year, album. What year was this? Oh, good question. I'd have to look it up. Because I don't know. What albums year. were going platinum. Albums were going platinum. Chris Gaines went platinum. People are going to a well, store and they're buying a Shaq. Granted, album. this was in an era when people still bought albums, but those albums cost almost twenty dollars. So That's people true. had to shell out twenty bucks to get this CD. And his second album, which also went gold, was Shaq Fu: The Return. This worth guy every penny. So we got a platinum album. This yeah. is not a, a crash and burn kind of thing. Um, but And they weren't novelty songs. They weren't about like free throws. No, they were good songs. Yeah, I mean well, there's some there's they some were not novelty fun, songs. They were good rhymes. He doesn't curse in the okay. songs, and so there's a lot of like I'm gonna heck you up kind of stuff, which yeah. is which is pretty fun. But he rapped with a bunch of he he always wanted he to. He did invite. one with we did one with uh, the RZA. He did one with like yeah. a lot of uh, Method Man, Method Man, Red Man, Warren G. He did a, yeah, he had a lot of Wu Tang connections. So I, what I is want, the, what is the video that you that you watched this week? So uh, it's that skills, skills. His song skills, and I think we should probably bring it up okay. because his entrance I find hilarious. Most of the four-minute video is him just standing on a stage performing, which kind of, this is the song that really uh, fails the test of did this need to be a music video because Mm -hmm. he's just standing and rapping for the whole thing. But his entrance is great. All right, I've got it queued up here. This is Shaquille O'Neal with, so this is saying the title is parentheses, I know I got parentheses, skills. Correct, that's the full title. Okay. So I just want everyone at home to know that Shaq is such a large man that he has to be delivered by <laughs> to a truck. truck. 
<laughs> to the stage. Yeah. So a full this truck a, backs up and the back door opens up and very, he comes out. Very close riff to a nothing but a G thing. For sure, yeah. Shaq is wearing a variety of vests that would be just like a full... Also, Shaq is like how tall? Dress. Seven foot oh my one? God. Like seven, it yes. must be, yeah. yeah. He has like the a people who are near him size shoe. are... They're all pretty tall. Are, like, yeah. are competitively heighted. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not like uh there's that picture of Shaq with I forget who it is, but it's some it's some like a Jamie Lynn Ziggler uh where sh- it looks like a joke. Like it's like right. is it like Shaq and Christina Aguilera or I something? I think there's well like, there's a woman that he was dating for a while that was a picture of him on the sidewalk and she comes to like his elbow. But she's probably like five six. Yeah. She's probably like a regular sized person. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. He's there's all his featured rappers and dancers, and they come. And they're to like all his like shoulder. his shoulder. Yeah. Like so that person. They like don't six, look four. like microscopic people. No, yeah. they're like six. So four. those are all over. Those are all the tallest people in their high schools. So <laughs> yeah, the reason I put this at my my number one is because the thing we keep saying is that digging through all these videos. Um, was mostly depressing <laughs> because yeah, it reminds you that anyone who's successful or has a good amount of money can just create whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and also that you can excel in one field and fully just fall on your face in another. Right. But for the, this one, for me, it's like Shaq is just a, a charming guy and watching this yeah. didn't, I didn't feel the way I did about some of the other ones. A, because it's not horrible. B, he's, inviting all of these other very talented people to perform with him. You get the sense that he's really just trying to have fun and it is fun to, I don't know. I I feel like if this came out right now with, with a young Shaq, everyone's just kind of excited. Like this is crazy. When I watched these, I watched a couple of Kiefer Sutherland videos and they were both taking time that I could have spent watching someone do a good thing. And I feel like Shaquille O'Neal's not taking anything away from anybody. He's not taking time away from an artist that could have gotten that record deal or whatever. And he's not wasting my time. Like he, yeah, he's not taking he's up a lot of space yeah. from someone else. Uh, I just want to read my my favorite lyric. From Please the song do. Is, Please. I lean on the Statue of Liberty when I get tired. Then I'll punch <laughs> you in the stomach. I don't give a heck. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. It's not aggressive. It's just yeah. silly. But it's also like, a very weird flex. But okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna rest up. But I'm you just come gonna lean. I'm tall. I'm as tall as this statue. Yeah. Compare these lyrics to the lyrics from Lindsay Lohan song, which right. is like, "Don't follow me. Leave me alone." Yeah. It's like it's so boring that uh, who cares I, you, yeah. you know what I mean it's like just have some fun if you're doing a thing I mean I guess that wasn't her point she's like I'm gonna show everybody what it's like being me but yeah. like, it fails yeah Ryan yes what's your number one uh, my number one is uh, sadly the only not sadly the only R.A.P. it is sadly an R.A.P. this week uh, it is a song that I think a lot of people maybe don't know exists and uh, it's called Faster Kill Pussycat. I think it's probably not called Faster Pussycat Kill Kill because that's the name of a movie and it would be like copyright infringement. It's by a DJ named Paul Oakenfold. Okay. And the singer featured on this is an actor named Brittany Murphy. <sighs> God, RIP for real. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> what, like, what is the story with 
Britney Murphy's death because it is unexplained. I mean, the the true thing that we've been presented Brittany to Murphy, is she died of pneumonia. So Brittany Murphy and died of pneumonia, died and pneumonia. her husband Simon Monjack died of also pneumonia like six months later. Yeah, and so the, the thing people deduced is like, oh, they have like weird mold. Yeah. They have ceiling spores. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not here to... Uh, to, I'm not here to, yeah, to I'm, push a conspiracy theory. I'm not here to push a conspiracy theory. I'm also not here to... to I, I don't know. But uh, she has a really suspicious death. I didn't know that. I she am does, just yeah. saying that I have questions that I want people to have answers to. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be me, although as someone curious, yeah, I would like to know that. I'd like to be on the list. But Don't get on a boat with Christopher Walken. Don't get on a boat... <laughs> With Christopher Walken, that Natalie Wood could still be making movies today. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want, I want to make sure that Brittany Murphy's family has peace. Okay. I want to make sure that they have the answers that they need because I don't feel that they have. I don't feel they're, they're vocally saying they, they don't think that her death is normal. You know, I have not looked well, she didn't into what, age. what their <laughs> motivations were, but for a 30... Two-year-old two woman to die of pneumonia a few days after she gets married to a man who no one really knows. It seems curious to me. And again, I'm a curious person. But then he died too. And then for of him pneumonia? to also yeah. die as well. Wait, what? How yeah. much later? Like, like that six year. months. Like yeah. not much later. They both died of pneumonia. Yeah. It was it was around the same time that um Anna Nicole Smith's son died Dad. and Anna Nicole Smith <laughs> died. Did they both die of pneumonia? No, they no. both died of like drugs. I think they died of a pill. Anyway. So anyway, the first step towards healing is me describing this video. Yes. Uh, so, so this is Brittany Murphy, RIP, gave us an a great uh lifetime original film about Oof. her life. With terrible wigs, this is a, this is a club a club banger. This is a jam from 2006, which now every song I hear in a lift is by a DJ, but I assume in 2006. Yeah, this is this is, this is a this is a, a new territory for us. This yeah. is before we had like a Zed featuring Selena Gomez. There's no Calvin yeah. Harris yeah. back then. Um, this is an interesting thing. Well, first of all, this was sort of a hit. It was number one on the Billboard dance charts. Which is not the same as the regular charts, I didn't but even it's, know a, that was a, it's thing. a genre, and she was number one on it for that, you know, for a week or whatever. This also, and this is why this was in my head. This song and video came preloaded on the Microsoft Zune. Oh boy, you were wow. building up to this the yeah. whole time. That's why you? this song this came on the Zune. I think it was probably a bargain. Did you ever have a Zune? No, I had a, I had an iPod and I had a Nano. I had an I never, iPod Shuffle, which was the silliest item ever i have one there was no option but but to shuffle yeah put Mm -hmm. 300 songs on it you can't those were tough you could put those in the in the washer i know my think that i have one that's it's right behind you and i think that i uh it's been through the wash um but anyway so uh faster kill pussycat was directed by jake nava who directs all of who directed rumors rumors by lindsay lohan and he directs a lot of Beyonce videos. i can't wait to see this um um so paul oakenfoto is like a rooftop dj and uh, Brittany Murphy is a singer on a different rooftop singing the same song. And she's also a woman who's like getting ready to go to this rooftop party who's dressed like it's the 60s, which is maybe a nod to that movie. What movie? Faster Pussycat. Faster Pussycat is a movie from the 60s that's like a, an exploitation movie with women beating up men. Mm-hmm. Do you know the, the Janet Jackson video, You Want This? I do. That's based on Faster Pussycat. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and then there's a bunch of parkour guys, and there's a cat we see sometimes, and I think that we're supposed to think that the Lindsay, the Lindsay, the Brittany Murphy that's going to the party is maybe that cat. Oh, as, like she's a cat woman? the cat? Yeah, like the cat is, that's how she's traveling across the it's city. It's a, a literal cat or like a like a cat from Cats? It's a or cat. like a, it's a, a cat, cat woman, like a Michelle Pfeiffer style cat woman? More of like a Michelle Pfeiffer, like a Halle Berry cat, where oh, it's okay. like it has mystical properties, okay. but it looks like a real a real like house cat. Wait, wait, wait. So it's a cat. Yeah, but it's making like eye contact with a camera. So don't say it's a Cali Berry style cat. She's not. It's not Brittany Murphy dressed as a cat. It's a cat. It's filmed with a cat. What about the image of the cat? Makes you say, "Oh, this is how this person's getting to the party." Because we're seeing her getting ready, and then we see a cat going to the party. We're seeing the cat getting ready to go to a party. No, we're seeing the cat like just in in transit. In transit to the. Like, why would a cat be going? Do we going? see a cat leave the same house and arrive at the same party? They're not seen at the same time in the same place. But do we see a cat leave the same place and go to the same place? Or do we also just see a cat among the streets? Once in a while, we cut to a cat, and it's on that roof, and it's in Brittany Murphy's apartment. It's another... It's very suspicious. I... <laughs> I'm just having I love that I'm the person who has to stand behind like the credibility of my choices in these videos I'm not I'm not no I'm not right criticizing not, you I'm not I just you, haven't seen it I'm not <laughs> making you stand behind the video but I am making you stand behind your deduction that this yeah. cat yeah is, one of the lyrics of the song is not and then the, the cat no the song has like five lyrics symbolize the journey to the party and also you know, you've proven yourself an unreliable narrator by when I offered you the choice of whether it was a cat or a human dressed as a cat, and you said it was a human dressed as a cat, and then you said it's just is a it cat. A, you said, is it a cat's cat or is it a Michelle Pfeiffer cat? No, I said, is it a cat? Like, is it a cat? Like, a, a the animal a cat? It's a cat. Like, if or you had a cat, a cat like on a bookshelf right now. From cats? Like, uh. Well, the, nothing's like that. Like, a. You said it, like but a, you did say it was a cat with magical properties. Yeah, I feel like. Which is not a. Is it A doing, or B? Is There's it, no is it like animated CGI. in any way. Uh, no, it is just moving like a real cat. So it's just a, it's, they just got a cat and then they filmed a cat. Yes. Okay. And in my reading <laughs> it's a of long this way to video, go for this to just be a cat. Well, I mean, I'm really definitely gonna watch it now. Well, will you? Will I recommend it. It's my number will one. Will you play us a little spell of Britney Murphy singing? Because yeah. I want to. Yeah, know what and then maybe also oh, the sure. clip of the cat. Yeah. Can I see this cat? Um, seems well, me I mean, that'll be, that'll be, that'll depend on the context. A thing that I like <laughs> about it is at the end of the video, uh, a, a trope from music videos that I like a lot is that, uh, Brittany Murphy collapses because she's exhausted. And I think well, yeah, people are just like dancing their, like, lip syncing is hard. Especially if you're not on a moving sidewalk the whole time. So we've got, uh, wow. She looks like Moira Rose. Here's the parkour guys. Brittany Desta dressed as the guy, the girl from the 60s, dancing in the club. She's heading to the roof. Here's a cat that's on the roof. Okay. Oh, maybe that's just that because Pussycat is part of the title and we're literal. Well, yeah. That's what I was thinking. But you can (laughs) hear. Yeah, this is why it's number one on the dance charts because people can't help themselves. Oh, she's doing a great job. Yeah, she's a good singer. I'm pro Brittany Murphy in this. She's, yeah, I like she is, this. This is a real thing, at least. This is a real song, yeah. There's the cat. He's with the parkour team. He made the team. <laughs> is it a? Is the cat a burglar? Like a cat burglar? I, yeah, I think it's just supposed to be a point of comparison for us to go, wow, these parkour guys are quite nimble. Are as fast as a cat. Right, right. right. 
Wow. Yeah, so that's Brittany, Brittany Murphy. It's a symbol that she always Paul, lands on her feet. Well, unless, yeah. unless she does. Until she's sitting yeah, yeah. under suspicious circumstances. Yeah. Um, I just want to say we're not making fun of her for getting pneumonia. We're just no. questioning whether or not she's got making fun of Brittany Murphy getting pneumonia. Uh, but Brittany Murphy was uh, prior to to dying was one of the people that was rumored to be playing Janis Joplin. So she would have maybe would have seen some more singing from her later. Sure. Uh, for a long time, an urban myth that I believed, which is not true, I'll clear it up right now so nobody has to correct me. There was a rumor that Brittany Murphy had sung a bunch of hooks, and that's how Paul Oakenfold had gotten her for this and it was supposed to like launch a musical career for her because she had been like a session singer and people were like well what else did she sing and it's like oh well that's true she was never a session singer she was and they're uncredited the rumor that's not true was that she sang the hook on hot in here by nelly oh and if you listen to that that you can sort of like start it trick yourself into thinking that's who it is but it's not and that's my number one is by Brittany murphy wow r.i.p great well guys i I already gave my number one did you guys watch Jeremy Renner's video this week? No, I no. would prefer not to talk about it. Don't bring it up. I'm I do want to say one thing. Okay. It's a collaboration with the company Jeep, who is famous for making Jeeps. <laughs> and Jeremy Renner wanted to release an album. It's terrible music. He's he's a real like real like biting his lip and making finger guns, and it's in the desert. And he said that the reason that he did this collaboration with Jeep was from a marketing standpoint. He said they promote the heck out of their Jeeps. Ultimately, there's no better platform in my mind. What does that mean? It means that they're so good at selling Jeeps. Like, uh, they can sell these songs, I bet. They, 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 it's right there in front of you. Like, this is why he's the least interesting superhero. <laughs> yeah. He's also not an interesting person. Not really, no. Well, everybody, I think we did it. This was right. We, yeah. really, we really went for it this week. We had Pete, to wait for a whole homework. bunch of garbage. Pete, oh. thank you for oh, yeah. coming to us on this really trying week. Uh, we asked a lot of you. And no, man, it's fine. You, you know, I just um, was gravely disappointed by what I encountered. <laughs> um, I'm fine. I just was. Uh, yeah. I had high hopes that it was going to be a wacky night of watching some kooky videos. And it was just a lot of homework. mediocrity, when, which is what I'm used to. When Renee, your fiance, is on, she has just the most joyful, talented group of yep. videos to watch. Mm-hmm. She was is, looking at some videos yep. for her episode. They're all very much professionals. Yeah, I will <laughs> say I had to dip in. I had to like dip out of this and then into those to like bring me back. Mm-hmm. To, like bring some, me back into it. Like so, when there's some skill involved. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for not having that option. Yeah. No, it's really it's really fun to be trying to get people to even consider watching a video you've created on the internet and then see these fucking jackasses get yeah. huge amounts of people to look at their stuff that is worthless. So on that note, tell our listeners where they can find you on online in the world. Uh, sure. Um we my my pal Jake Bradley and I um have just started a rather rigorous schedule of shooting sketches so we have a a youtube channel you can also find us on instagram or twitter they are all going to be the same name of two man hammer um we we released a sketch a couple days ago um moved out to chicago together and we're trying to just uh churn out material and hope to get eight or so sketches done by the end of the year just to um i don't know We've, we've done all kinds of comedy across the city, and I think the most fun we have is just being able to create content that is just ours, and we can release it whenever we want. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really fun. Awesome. Check it out. Two-Man Hammer. Mm-hmm. Two-Man Hammer, Everybody, sure. Get it right now. 
Uh, also, because Ryan won't plug it himself, I will plug it for him. Uh, there's a, a new hot vid on the block uh, that was just directed, written and directed by Ryan Burkett. What called, is it? Called That Gal in Your Office. Oh, yeah, It's available yeah, yeah. on, if you follow Ryan on Instagram, it's in his link. I'm sure you can find it other places. Uh, search That Gal in Your Office from Cannonball Productions on YouTube. Yep. Thank come you. right up. You didn't have it's to do new, that. Thank you. New short. I oh, might boy. I might have a cameo in it. Mm. <laughs> he does, yeah. Is there a cat in it? There is not. There is no cat, but I think that, I don't know, maybe Ryan would describe that as having cat-like energy. (laughs) I might, yeah. (laughs) Well, signing off. I feel like we did it. Yeah, this world's bullshit. Bye. Bye. (laughs)